0: Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asien. Napoleon Asien is the son of Bishop Dag Heward-Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years' experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asien has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Father, we thank you once again for what you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, be seated. So, I just decided to share with you what I shared with the, uh, the children. Should I share with you? I just want to see whether your response will be like that of the (laughs) children. Okay, I'm seeing some signs. Okay, so please be seated. It's a church. So I'm sharing with you becoming a Christian. Tell somebody three steps to become a Christian. Hallelujah. Becoming a Christian. Now, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 7. Bible says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to hmm? the measure of the gift of Christ. Unto every one of us. Tell somebody, it includes me. If you've been up to grade 3, you should understand that everyone includes you. You cannot exclude yourself. So the Bible says, unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. In other words, Jesus Christ himself also received grace. So whatever grace that we have been given is according to the measure. What came upon Jesus. So it is not like Jesus had a grace that you don't have it. But your grace is according to whatever came upon Jesus is the same thing. Are you here? And this grace is not going to be given. In fact, in other uh, books, as we are going to see, the Bible says power. Because the grace of God is the help of God. The grace of God is the power of God. The grace of God is the strength of God. It's the capabilities of God. So the grace is measured by what you could not do. That now you can do. Which you know, it is not in you. But you couldn't do this, now you can do. So what is making you do what you couldn't do? That is the grace. You couldn't forgive. Now you can forgive. You know it took years for you to forgive. But now when you got born again, now you can forgive. So the measure of the grace of God is what could you not do? That now you can do. Practically, that difference. Understand, you couldn't stop fornicating. Now you have stopped. You couldn't stop swearing. Now you have stopped. You couldn't stop. I mean, you couldn't bath. Now you bath. I mean, all this is them is the grace. Tell somebody, is the grace that is why when they ask you something, how are you doing? said, I am well by the grace. It means that is what so the grace of God is God's help. God's presence, God's power, God's ability, that comes over a man, comes over a woman. From the moment you got born again, it came to you. But how did the Bible say, talk about a grace? We see it, but in different contexts and in different, in John chapter 1, verse number 10, Bible says, he was in the world, talking about Jesus. He was in the world and the world was made by him, but the world did not know him. Then he said, I will help the people. Verse number 11, he said, he went closer. The person was already there. That because unbelievers could not know him, even though he made the world, he made a, an effort. And he came unto his own. His own received him not. Can you see it? Then verse number 12, he said, okay. Now it's open check. But then verse number 12, but as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even as many as what believe on his name. Hallelujah. So, the power to become, that is the grace of God. So, you were given a certain power from the day you got born again. Without that power, you can never be born again. And the power that you are given, Bible says that that power will let you be a son of God. It means you can operate. The actual son of God is Jesus. But from the day you got born again, you were also given power to be a son of God. You can operate like Jesus. Without that power, you cannot operate. Jesus operated. How did he operate? Many people will think that Jesus was anointed from day one. No. It was when he went for the baptism. We read from age 1 to 29, Luke chapter 3, verse number 21. The Bible says it came to pass that all the people were baptized and Jesus also being baptized and praying the heavens opened and the Spirit of God came upon him in a bodily form. Is that not it? So that is when he also received the grace, the Holy Spirit came upon him, the power of God. The power of God came upon him. Hallelujah. Then Bible says from there, chapter 4, verse number 1. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. And he returned. Verse number 14 of chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. Bible says now he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And all this is talking about the grace of God, the power of God, God's ability, God's enablement, God's help. That's what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 16. Let us come boldly unto the throne room of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So if God's help, if you don't have grace, you cannot help. And the same grace is what we see in Acts chapter 10, verse number 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ. Of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. You see, the grace is being spoken about as the Holy Spirit, as the presence of God, as the help of God, as an ability. That is the grace of God. If you don't have the grace of God, it means you are not anointed. You don't have the power of God. It's the grace of God. That's why when somebody means, to say, wow, look at that grace. What is that grace? That grace is that anointing, that grace is that presence. That grace, that help of God that comes over a man to do the impossible. Receive the grace of God. I say receive the grace of God. Hallelujah. Without the grace of God, you cannot be a Christian. How can you keep yourself? Look at beautiful young ladies moving around without, with helpless. They are helpless, aimless, ready to, Explore you. Anything that you want, they are ready. Look at handsome guys. How can you keep yourself? The grace of God. By the grace of God. If you don't have the grace of God, you will pass the bush right now. If the help of God doesn't arrive, we will find you in a bush. That is why we say, by the grace of God. I don't want to go into be I'm trying to, I'm not talking about the grace, but I'm talking about the three steps that you need to. I'm just trying to show you that it takes the grace. It takes the grace. That, that power that we got, John chapter 1 verse 12, as many as receive him, to them gave him power. That power is the grace of God to become. And if you are born again and you are not Christ-like, that's what I'm talking about. Because you can be born again and you are not a Christian. Hello? Is that heresy? No. Hmm? You can be born again and you are not a Christian. Being born again is different from being a Christian. Being born again is different from being a Christian. We got born again by receiving Christ. But a Christian is little Christ. And remember, a Christian is not Jesus. Hello? Ah. The word Christ means the anointed one. So when you are a Christian, it means that you are the anointed one. Christian, literally, you are Christ-like. Ah. You are Christ-like. You are anointed. The anointing is upon your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus' same name is not Christ. Okay. His father was not yeah. Joseph Christ. Yeah you thought that jesus father was called mr joseph christ no 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 No. he was nicknamed after the anointing say jesus the christ jesus the anointed one and the word christ also means the messiah the anointed one jesus the anointed one so when they say you are a christian it has nothing to do with you it has nothing everything to do with the anointing that is true Come over you. That is why you can be a, a born again believer and you are not a Christian. Hello. Are you here? So, how did we get born again? John chapter 1, verse 12, we have seen it. And we see it also from John chapter 3, verse number 1. Can we go there quickly? This is the children's message that I'm giving you. So. You can. John chapter 3. Can we read it together? John chapter 3, verse number 1. One, go. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. You may be a ruler in the church. You may be a shepherd in the church. Are you there? He was a ruler of the Jews. Verse number 2. The same came by, yes, and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou dost, except God be. So, like we saw in uh, Acts chapter 10, 38, you cannot do good. You cannot do miracles, except God be with you. Except the grace of God is with you. Except the presence of God is with you. So, Nicodemus was saying that we can see the grace. We can see the grace of God upon you because no one can do this except God. God's presence, God's help, God's power is with you. Hallelujah. So anyone trying to do something, it will not work unless you have the grace, unless God's presence is with you. Then verse number three, what we are looking for. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. (laughs) So being born again, like we saw in chapter 1 of John, verse number 12. Being born again, you have the power to see. That's why many people cannot see the church. They cannot see that this is the gateway to heaven. Until you get born again, you wouldn't know who a pastor is. You wouldn't know what a Bible is. didn't know what a church is, you will not even understand. You may think that everything is okay. But when you get born again, you begin to see that there's difference between a mosque and a church. There's difference between people. Hallelujah. But when you are not born again, even people are the same to you. If you are not born again, you may prefer even uh, people who are slanging. What I'm saying? Claire. When I say what time say, you say Claire what i'm saying yeah you prefer people who slang than people who speak in tongues what is that you prefer what do you do you want me to speak like an english you want me to speak english or an american you want me to slang <laughs> you prefer you want an accent you will develop what we call lafa locally acquired foreign accent yeah you acquire it locally by a foreign accent hello hello you from uk <laughs> the other day i was talking to my friends. <laughs> then it's nice to you this is what is now if you are not born again people are not even, you can't see the difference between people that's why the Bible says that when you are not born again, you cannot see the kingdom. It is true. You may think that even an unbeliever may propose to you, it may not make a difference to you. A human being is a, is a human being. Are you there? It's an American. It's an American. He has a visa. My future is bright. But you see, when you get born again, that is the first step. The Bible says, can we continue to verse number four? And five quickly, John chapter three. And the Bible says, "Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into the mother's womb and be born?" What did Jesus say? Verse number five. Say, Jesus answered, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water, which is the word, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God." Hallelujah. So you can see the kingdom and you may not be able to enter. And that is what many of the people, believers, have done. They have seen the kingdom. They have not entered. That is why you can know that God heals, but he doesn't heal you. Am I talking to anyone? You know his name is Jehovah Jireh. God provides, but he doesn't provide for you. These are things in the kingdom. In the kingdom, healing is the children's bread. But because you are not in the kingdom, you may have to take your grandpa. You may have to massage your arthritis. You may have to continue because you are not in the kingdom. You see the kingdom. You see the kingdom. But to enter the kingdom, look, I used to preach in CPUT. I go there at the, where were we meeting? The student center, I was there every day. Sunday, Tuesday, I... I was there more than some of the students. Even though I go the Bible, I was not there. I had not entered. There is a way to enter CPUT. Going there doesn't mean you have entered there. How many understand what I'm... I see it. I walk there. I go, but I had not entered. To enter, you need to apply. You get a student number. You have an ID. That gives you access to... So being in church doesn't mean you have entered into the kingdom. That is what has happened to many of us. That's, that's what has happened to many of us. We stopped from the day you saw the kingdom. You said, like, ah, when you got born again, ah, I feel good. I've made it. Thank God I've made it. You've made it. And that is where it ended. You did not make any effort to enter into the kingdom. Now, so you cannot benefit from the healing. cannot benefit from all the things that God can do for us. You are left out. Because there are things. He said healing is children's bread in the kingdom. In the kingdom. So if you want something, you need to enter into the kingdom. Are you here? So the first step, three steps. I'm giving just three steps. Becoming a Christian. The first step is being a believer. Getting born again. And it's not me. Even the children yesterday, when I asked them, they were, "How do you what is the first step?" said uh, receiving Jesus and believing in Jesus. Yeah, that's the first step. The first step to becoming a Christian is to receive Him or believe in Him. Now, those like Paul, Paul received, uh, uh, believed in Jesus, but Peter, John. James, those who saw him, they received Jesus. So those of us over here, we believed in him. That's why John chapter 1, verse number 12. It's it's not, uh, uh, what do you call it? It makes sense. It's talking about two different things. As many as received him, do you understand? To them gave him power to become. Even as many as believe on his name. Those of us who were not there at his time, Can only believe on him. But there are people who saw him. They had to receive him. So that is the first step. That is the first step in becoming. Receiving Jesus. Or believing on his name. Hallelujah. Are you there? And that makes you a believer. That makes you. You have believed on his name. You have received him. Is that not it? That is how we got born again. That does not make you a Christian. A Christian is a specific product. It's something different from just being born again and being a believer. Hallelujah. Are you here? And we go to step two. Can I have three people? Three people. Yeah. Good. So, you you are here. Do you all want to receive Jesus? Oh, yes. You want to believe in him? Okay. When you say the next prayer, so let's do it. Say with me. Heavenly Father, Father, today today, I receive Jesus Jesus as my personal Savior. I believe in him. him. He died for me. me. And with his blood, blood, I am washed. I am am cleansed. cleansed. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. Step one. Step one. When you receive Jesus, you believe or receive, you are on step one. Three steps to becoming Christian. The first step is this one. Now, how do we go to the next step? John chapter 8, verse number 31. I'm trying. John chapter 8, verse number 31. Bible says, Then said Jesus unto those Jews, which believed on him, they already believe, they are already on step one. He step to those Jews which believe on him, they are born again or already. If you, or if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples. So that's step two, is called discipleship. And how do you become a disciple? You need to read your Bible, practice what the word of God says. You're on your way to becoming a Christian. He said to those Jews which believe on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. So there are people who believe, but they are not disciples. So, do you do your quiet time? Do you pray? Are you sure? <laughs> do you pay your tithe? You are sure? Do you forgive? Whatever you read in the Bible, do you practice it? Then you go. What about you? Do you pray? I do. Are you sure? Yes, please. You have forgiven all those people. Yes, you are please. not bitter? No, please. You are sure? Yes, please. You pay your tithe? I do. You give offerings. Whatever the Bible says you do. You honor your mother, your father. You do. You try to do what the Bible says. Then you move. Step two. How how many can see that you are still in step one? Because some of you don't have a Bible. You are still using your Gideon's Bible. That's why I wanted to preach to the children. You see, the whole place, all these people, it's like they are not here. Where are the children? You don't have a Bible. You don't read the Bible. You don't do your quiet time. You even don't know what the Bible says. Meanwhile, that's why today we have people who can say that they are uh, gay Christians. Who must, uh, you, if you read your Bible, you wouldn't find, you. I, I wouldn't even have to say that you are not a Christian. Or, But we are filled with people who don't have the Bible, who don't read the Bible and will never read. But come. You, you may be a believer because you have believed and received Jesus. But as for Christian, you are not. You are far from being a Christian. You don't even look like a Christian. Your language have not changed. Your dressing have not changed. Once a while you keep swearing. You used to fornicate every week. Now it has become every month, once a month. And you are happy about it. But if you read Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 3, it said, As you have become a Christian, let us not be once named. Not even once. So, don't, don't carve your, for yourself that now you do it only in December the festivities. I'm preaching. And if you are here in this December, you are the one somebody is going to celebrate the Christmas with. I don't think far. Then you know. I mean, as people are going to bride meat, you are also going to be marinated. No, that shall not be your story. Amen. Are you here? Every December you have a story. Every December. Pastor, it wasn't intentional. We, I did not know this would happen. It wasn't intentional. The Bible says, are you here? That until he said to those Jews that believe. Do you believe? Yeah. All of them believed. All of them believed. But he said, if you continue in my word." If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples. So, you are not a disciple if you don't continue in the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, you don't do it. You will never come to the step two. You will be with me. The step two people come here. Yeah. No, step two. Step two. How did you get here? The way you are coming, how did you get here? I continued in the Word. Continue doing the Word. My my preaching has only three points. I'm giving the last one and we are out of here. How many of us even know a scripture that you are trying to do it? A Christian must always have a scripture that this is where I'm forcing. I'm trying that I can forgive instantly. Because I read that I should not allow the sun to go down on my anger. That I should not give place to the devil. Pastor, this is why I'm struggling. You are are forcing to do some word of God. But if I ask, if I come and ask, many even don't know any word of God, let alone to try and to do it. Are we here? Then we move to day three. Acts chapter 11. Acts chapter 11, verse number 25 and 26. Barnabas was going around looking for Paul. But look at what happened. Can we read it together? Chapter 11, verse 25 and 26. Can we read it together? One, go. Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to see Saul. 26. And when he had found him, he brought him into Antioch, and it came to pass that a whole year he they assembled themselves with the church, and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians first at the disciples were called, so a disciple becomes a Christian. A Christian, is he? A Christian is not what you saw a form and you see. A Christian is something that they confer on you. They, they, you it, look, you cannot... A Christian is conferred on you. Not that you wrote that you are not a Muslim, so you are a Christian. The people saw them, they said, these people, they are not Jesus, but they are little Christ. They are little Christ. They could see whatever Jesus was doing. So when you are a Christian, when you are a Christian, you are a little Christ. Christian means the the anointed. Christ is the anointed one. So when you are a Christian, you are the little anointed one. You just look like Jesus. You just look like Jesus. He went everywhere preaching. And the children were telling me what Jesus did. I don't want to come. I don't want to disgrace anyone. (laughs) I'm I'm sure. I'm I'm, sure. The, the children were telling me, I asked them, what did Jesus do? One said, Jesus preached everywhere. He said, yeah, if you don't preach. Now, when you are a Christian, you are a literal Christ. You begin to do. What did Jesus do? He said, he was casting uh, uh, demons out of people. I'm telling the children, if you cannot cast out demons, you are not a Christian. What do Christians do? He said, he saved people. What they mentioned, I mean, it was endless. What do Christian uh, uh, Jesus do? Jesus was healing people who, who had demons. The, you are here you cannot even pray for the sick. You, maybe you are a disciple, you follow. We have people who follow the word of God, they do the word of God, but miracle zero. No healing. No 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 but you see, you have not decided to be a Christian. Hello. Ah. A Christian must have a miracle almost every day. Don't defer anyone's healing. Don't defer anyone with demons. Even they told me he raised the dead. The children told me, what did Jesus do? He raised the dead. Try and raise the dead. I have tried four times. It did not work, but I'm sure the fifth one, it may work. (laughs) I don't want to tell you stories. I went to Mark, hey! I'm telling you, Three different ones. Wow. One, I was sleeping when they knocked my door. A pastor's uh, little boy has done. And my friend came and knocked my door. Early morning, I did not even brush my teeth. He said, no, Charlie, uh, we need to go. I said, I said, oh, Charlie, somebody is trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> hey! I put something away. We went to the hospital. We prayed. Hey! I did whatever the Bible. At a point it was becoming, you know, some nurses don't have faith. So the way it was becoming, it was the nurses. Hey! If you are about to die, tell the people in your house, don't take me anywhere until my pastor has come. I'm telling you. Don't let them rush you into the morgue. Tell them that hey, if anything happens, wait for my pastor to come. Yeah. They shouldn't rush you. Hallelujah. Amen. So a Christian is a disciple. You do the word of God, you do, but in addition to that, you, you, you have miracles. <laughs> you expect, do you understand? You miracle money. Many people don't how did how did Jesus pay his tithes? A baitless hook can you, you need to live in a realm, a realm of possibilities with God. There is no impossibility. What is impossible with, is possible with God. You see, when you become Christ-like, when you become Christ-like, there is no impossible. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. The dead that has rotten smell, it is possible. A situation that is, everybody has given up will turn around. When you are Christ-like, people will even want to draw closer to you. Because you turn impossibilities to possibilities. You never give up on any situation. Hallelujah. You go about doing good. You go about doing How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing? If you are not doing good, everywhere you go. That's why we sing that song. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. The mighty healer, he cleansed the lepers. When the cripples saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my Lord was doing. Everywhere he went, everywhere he went, he was doing good. The mighty healer, he cleansed the lepers, he cleansed. When the cripples saw him, when the cripples saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my Lord was doing good. Then you have become the Christ. Everywhere you go, mad people become sin again. People who are hopeless become hopeful again. But when you are not a Christian, your members will say we are not uh, well and you will organize money for their grandpa. You, you, the first thing that it will not occur to you They even pray. You don't believe in it. You see, when you are not anointed, you, you will be surprised that you are absent from a realm of possibilities. The anointing makes, makes you aware of a realm of yeah, possibility that there is an invisible realm, though unseen, but it's real. They can step into the physical. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why when the woman with the issue of blood, Jesus will say, Somebody has touched me. The people who have not entered into the realm say, What are you saying? What are you saying? We've all been touching you, but what are you saying? May you be a Christian. Amen. You see, when you are a Christian, you expect you every you know that it is possible. It is possible, it is possible. You don't give up. You don't give up. You will turn things around. Water becomes wine. Hallelujah. What is not in- enough. Becomes. multiply. You take the five loaves. You look at your bank account. It, it cannot do anything. You breathe over it. It will, it, will it will begin. It will begin. It will begin. It will begin. Receive it in the name. But you. You are a believer. You are in church. You join. All your unbeliever aunties, you are all taking uh, painkillers. So, what is the benefit of you being in church? You even take more painkillers than all of them together. Hey, you don't even anticipate the power of God to do anything for for you. Small headache, you know, you know what you need to go for, grandpa. You go for your grandpa. What it means is that you are not taking, you don't believe. I have not read that Jesus had rashes. That there were rashes under uh, Jesus' breast. There were. Let every rash disappear. I said, let every rash disappear. Become a Christian this morning. In the name of Jesus. I have not read that Jesus had the migraine. half of his head was pounding. Where did you read in the Bible? Where did you read in the Bible? And you boast yourself that, oh, I have a migraine. You even say that you, you have a migraine. Your migraine. Your short breath. <laughs> you are boasting. I have beauty. I have this. You don't have any of this. If it is not, you see, that's why we take the communion that whatever was not in Jesus. Whatever Jesus did not have. As we drink his blood and we eat his body, we exchange. And that which could not affect Jesus cannot affect us. In the name of Jesus. Are you becoming a Christian? What is the first step? I can't hear you. Yeah, believe in Jesus. Be born again. That makes you, when you believe in Jesus... When you receive him, you become born again. You are called a believer. So the first step is a believer. Salvation makes you a believer. And the second step. How do you get here? You see, the children were doing better. They were, their hands were there. Pastor, I did Then they were saying it. How do you get to step two? Yes, continuing in the word. Continuing in the word. Continuing doing the word. Reading the word. Practicing the word. Do it. Get on it. Do it. Hallelujah. Amen. And how do you move from two to three? How do you become a Christian? Whatever Jesus did, begin to practice it. Begin to practice it. Try it. Try it. Can see that the wizard is not enough for the pup you want to do. Take it and shake it and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. The first thing, said, your children, they are a lot. Let them sit down. That's the first thing Jesus said. They said, let them sit down. Children, you sit down. There will be enough food. And take the wizard. Thank you. Mahataya bahato. Become a Christian. I see you. Look. Look. Jesus, Jesus never was worried about anything. He did not get worried. Where from your worry? Where from you have more than 20 things that you are always worried about. You are not a Christian. Most most Christians, you see, when you become a Christian, you are assured of the presence of God. You are assured that there's God. That's what we read about Elijah. When the army officers came and the the son said, Allah's master, look. He said, oh, this is what... Those who are with us are more than those who are against us. You are aware of the supernatural realm. You are are, are assured that God can step in. Hallelujah. May God step in. I say may God step in. One day a pastor, his daughter, was going to medical school. But the daughter brought a friend. They were all trying to go into the medical school. When they went to see their results, the pastor's daughter had passed and has been accepted, but the friend was not accepted. The name wasn't even there. So the pastor felt very bad that oh, when my daughter was going, I prayed for her, but I did not call the friend to pray for her. So he called the daughter and the friend to pray for them. The next day, when they went, the name had appeared. Yeah. I said the name had appeared. Yeah. That, 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 that is what you, look, I heard a testimony of Agdisha Benson wow. Hidehosa. He said, look, he had healed all kinds of sickness, but he was having a crusade in Kenya. And this lady brought the baby. said the baby's face was flat. There was no eye that is blind. Everything was flat. So you look, They said, no, this one if so, except for the five days, the lady was always saying that my son, my son. So, after the uh, crusade, she came and spoke to that you need to pray for my son to see. Then he explained to him that if your son had eyes that is not seen, then I could pray for him, but there's no eyes. What can I do? And the lady, and the lady told him that, but your God, that can let eyes see, can he not create eyes? The lady was not preaching to the man. That your God, that can let the blind see, can he not create eye? He said, that was how the conversation ended. But as the lady left, he came thinking about it. Hey, can God not see I have not seen one. This lady shouldn't worry me. So he said, the lady was now becoming frustrated and agitated the last day of the crusade. She was lifting her hand, making his hand, come and pray for So he told the wife that, what are we going to do? Look at how the lady is behaving. The the, the wife told her that, when you say we should close our eyes, we lift our hands, you pray, then you pass and you go. (laughs) The wife showed her. Yeah. so he said he, he was about to end the crusade said everybody lift your hand they were praying and he was eyeing where he will pass he was eyeing where he will pass then he saw that the woman was now shouting hey, he can't see he can't see he can, see. He can. Said, "Oh no this woman is now be, be, misbehaving he said from nowhere eyes have popped up wow In the place, I'm talking about being a Christian, the power of even dead body. Somebody, maybe you don't understand when somebody dies, it's one of the impossible things. Maybe you've not gone to raise the dead before. When you take the hand, it comes like that. It's not, the hand even doesn't stay to encourage you that, yeah, son, you bring them, it comes like that. They say, hey. The wildest the, the one that made me to say that maybe it's not today. I noticed that they had cut the person from here. Removed the intestines. And they have shown it. So as I was praying, I was asking that. So am I praying for the intestines to come? <laughs> what am I doing? So, oh, that is where doubt came. I think that, I, that when I saw the zigzag, they went and they are. So I was asking, so am I praying that the intestines should come? Or I'm raising this girl without the intestines? I started, th- I started thinking. <laughs> hey, faith ran out like that. I said, hey, I noticed that. No, no, I need to come another time. Are you here? Oh, yeah. Let the impossible become possible. Yeah. Become a Christian. Yeah. Believe in God. Move on to be a disciple and work the works of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you here? These signs will follow them. Even at the, the, the amazing thing is that it, at the Christian level, it's not only the miracles, your character, you bear the fruit of the Spirit. And at, at this level, even the believer level, the amazing thing that when you are a believer from being born again, the signs begin to follow you, speaking in tongues. Yeah, these signs shall follow them that believe. So, at the first level, you begin to speak in tongues. And it looks like you are powerful. But be a doer of the way. Hallelujah. And mature, come to where Christ was. A little Christ. Hallelujah. May, the, may your community move and come to you because you are the little Christ. Amen. When they hear you coming, may they bring the problem. May they line up. May your shadow raise the dead. May sickness go at your hand. May no demon uh, be able to refuse your instruction. Yeah, that it will be said of you, Jesus I know, Paul I know. And they will add your name. Add your name. The demons, they should know Jesus, they should know Paul. You are the next person in the name of Jesus. May demons know you. I say, may demons know you. May they have a meeting about you in hell. Hey! The Bible, they were taking decisions how can we destroy Jesus? They were planning how can we destroy Paul. If nobody is planning how they will destroy you, it means you are not anointed, you are not yet you, your influence doesn't shake anything. But when demons are planning how they will destroy you, it means that you are a little Christ. That's why he shouted in Mark chapter 1, verse 23 and 24. The Bible said, The unclean spirit shouted, Leave us alone. What have I to do with you? When you are uh, Christ, you are anointed, little Christ. Christians, and not that you say you are a Christian, people say the people were first called. People see what you do, your character, your language, your behavior, the power you uh, uh, exude, and the uh, grace you emit. I say, ah, this can be nothing but the presence of God. You are a little Christ. Hallelujah. I pray that you'll be a Christian. Father, I pray for everyone here. Uh, From today, desire that you will work the works of Jesus. That you will work the work of him that sent you, that saved you, that delivered you. May your family be saved. May your friends be saved. Wherever you go, may you be the light. Oh, may you brighten every corner. What is not working in families, you will be able to make it work solve problems that has not been solved for ages. Deliver people. Situations that people cannot even fathom. May the Lord use you to deliver. Amen. See, Jesus, listen to me. He went around doing the impossible. Like the lady he met at the, well, the Samaritan woman. The case was so, he knew that if he does not step there, this lady will not be free. So Bible says from John chapter 4, he left everything so that he would go and meet one lady. The same applies to the madman of Gadara. The situation was such that Bible says that people could not even pass where the guy was. It was impossible. It takes an anointing. It takes Christ and a, a grace. A grace. And Bible said, every one of us is given a grace. May the grace of God not be in vain. May the Lord bless you. As you progress in your walk with Jesus, may you be a believer, become a disciple, and become a Christian. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Stand to your feet. Hey, guys, God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Hallelujah. Stand wherever you are. Close your eyes with me. Begin to thank God. Tell the Lord, Lord, I see where I am. Ask yourself, you know. Am I a believer? Am I a disciple? Or am I a Christian? May this word assume a newer meaning and a deeper understanding. May it not be just word that we throw around, but let it mean something. May you become a true Christian. May you deal in the grace of God. Let the grace of God be sufficient for you. Let the grace of God Cause you oh god the power of god let it rest on you become a little christ may people acknowledge that indeed indeed they will say oh we like this one there's something about her there's something about him when he comes we even have peace of mind mahatabalu mahasa be healed of your infirmity be healed of your sickness may his presence take away the pain when you enter Ah, may the presence that you carry, let demons run away, that the scripture will be fulfilled. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. May the light shine, may the light shine, may the light shine in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, and we bless you. Now with all eyes closed, listen to me. If you are here, maybe somebody invited you or you came by yourself. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to be a believer. I knew I need to come to church. But as you were preaching and you were explaining, I want to do it afresh. I want to receive Jesus. I want to believe in him. I want to be born again. I don't want to go to hell. I want to climb to the first step and I'll proceed to the second and to the third. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. If this is what you are saying, with your eyes closed everywhere, please close your eyes. Lift only your right hand. High above your head and we'll pray together. Lift it high above your head. God bless you. Keep it lifted. My brother, my sister, lift it. I'm about to pray with you. Don't look at the person on your left or right. It's between you and God. It's between you and God. Yes, my sister, God bless you. Keep it lifted. Lift it. Only your right hand lifted high above your head. Father, I pray for every hand that is lifted. I pray that this afternoon, the grace of God that brings salvation will be our portion. May we not die in our sins. Today, help us to be believers, to climb the first step, to receive and to believe in your name. Oh yes, we thank you for this opportunity in the name of Jesus. With your hands lifted, keep it lifted. If you've lifted your hand, I need you to just move and come to me. My brother, come. My sister, yes, come. Yes, you lifted your hand, come. You lifted your hand, come. My brother there, from the back. My sister at the back, you lifted your hand. Move and come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come, my sister. Come, my brother. Move and come. Listen to me. Maybe you were once born again, but so many things have happened. You were once born again. You were even speaking in tongues, but so many things have happened. You want to rededicate your life. You are not sure, will I go to heaven or hell? If you are not sure, be sure this afternoon. Just move quickly and come. Is there anybody that come, move and come. Come and be sure. Don't joke with your life. Don't joke with your life. Don't joke. You were once born again, but you are not sure any longer. God bless you. Come, come from the back. Come. Come. God bless you, my sister. I feel that there are two or three people who must come. You were once born again, but you know, you know. You know, when you do exams, you are not the examiner and you are not the marker. But when you pass, you know that you've passed. How many have finished exams and you know that you need to start preparing for the, the, the rewrite? Yeah, when you fail, so that's what it is. If you are here, you are not sure. Hey, am I born again? Will I go? If you are not sure, just move. Just move and come and be sure. Instead of playing with your life, you have only one life. Don't joke with it. Come. Come. If you are not sure, come and be sure. Please, those of us in front, lift your two hands to the Lord and say this prayer with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you. Just as I am. Please forgive me. And wash me. With your blood. From today. I believe in you. Jesus. You are the son of God. You died for me. And you rose again. I receive you. Into my heart. As the savior. The Lord. And the master. Over my soul. Say. Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Let them know you. Let them love you. Let them walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.